Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. Today, <clears throat> as per requested, and we've been talking about it for a little bit, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we are going to be talking about TV shows we've recently started watching or have finished, and this is also a reminder. I have to tell you, I'm so tired of getting the complaints from everybody about, it's lower on this when I listen, it's lower on this. Just raise your volume. Here's your reminder. Love you all. But we raise your speak volume. And are set to a certain tone. If you listen on various devices, it will always be different. It's just like a television. Just like a folks. television. When you change channels, it's the modulation of the sound yeah. is higher and lower. So we ask that you be respectful of that and just turn it up. Just we don't mind. turn up not pump up the volume, kids. Not hard. Um, we also want to welcome all of our new listeners. We got a bunch <clears throat> bunch of new listeners yesterday. Of new listeners, and we're very excited about that. That shows growth. Growth is the most important thing we can have in the world today. I'd like everybody to just listen for one second. Once again, that is the sound of New York City coming back. Coming back big, coming back strong. You know I love my city. Um, I love all of the places that I've grown up with and, and have enhanced my life. But we wanted to welcome our new listeners. And um, for those of you that don't know us, I'm the mother, Wanda. My name is Oriana, as I already said. I'm the daughter, Abby. And obviously we're a dynamic <laughs> duo. And we do something right because we keep getting you guys to come back and listen to us and interact with us and be so wonderful and loving and kind to us. And also, we got new listeners, so that means we're also doing something right. Yes, we're, and so we're always excited. New and old, we are so happy that you're here. Some of those listeners, we already know you, and some, I'm we sure, don't. we'll get to oh, know we you. And, and we want you to know this fun. is a safe place. Everyone, everyone is welcome here, and we love all of you equally. Yes. Also, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Our Pride celebration is coming up in about a week and a half. Wait till you see it. <sighs> I, I don't even have words, you guys. I don't even have words for what is about to take place. Besides for amazingness. But yeah. I digress. So, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to be talking about a bunch of different shows that we've started watching or have finished. Um, and, of course, we will tell you a little bit about them. We will try to remain spoiler-free or give you a couple of seconds if we are going to talk about a spoiler. We'll also tell you where you can watch them and stream them and all of that good stuff so we're gonna obviously start with the first it ended last night which was the series finale of the show pose um like i said i just think there will be such a void on television about pose if you haven't watched pose yet it does also stream on netflix and on hulu so please do so it is a wonderful show about a wonderful community and it will be insanely missed the next show we're going to talk about is mayor of east town you didn't give me a chance to talk about pose okay do you want to talk about pose yes okay go ahead sorry we're going back i can't make <laughs> a, rewind a rewind noise i can't <laughs> pretend i did a better rewind noise than that okay well obviously um growing up in new york city a place where people of not only color and race differences are accepted, but people that identify with a different gender, people that identify with being a drag queen, people that identify going to these balls, people that identify as gay or transgender or transsexual or straight or lesbian, anything, I was exposed to it. And I was exposed to the drag world at a very young age. I had a neighbor who was a drag queen and 
as sad as Pose was, it brings back all those wonderful memories I have of this very, very beautiful group of people that have no family and that's why they turn to each other. And to see it on the big screen come to life again, it was a wonderful trip down memory lane, even though it was sad because I did live through the whole epidemic of the AIDS and the HIV years of many funerals and it was very very sad but to see Poe's come to life is just a little bit more of them not dying in vain and I think you got to see last night how exorbitant medical care was for them how they were not on the list to get the medication how difficult it was to get the medication and how they were blamed for an outbreak that simply wasn't anyone's fault. So that is the good part about it. I will miss it tremendously. Um, I will never miss the voice that I've gotten to know so well. And I will continue to give everybody in the category of forever and ever. The show has our hearts and it's very special to us. And if you haven't, as Ori said, already seen it, please watch it. Its message is epic. It is, it is beautiful and to everybody. <laughs> over at Pose, right from producers, directors, cast, crew, everybody. <clears throat> we love each and every one of you and are so proud of the stories that you got to tell these past four seasons. And um, yeah, we will definitely really miss it. So the next show we are going to talk about is Mayor of Easttown, which I feel that we can talk about a bit more now because we started watching it like when it came out so we did have to very annoyingly <laughs> wait week to week to week to week some people waited until just like with the undoing they waited until like the last episode and then watched all of them which is fine however you want to do that but um that show really took you many places and every time you thought you knew the place where it was taking you and where you would end up you ended up somewhere totally different I do believe that um, Kate Winslet will win many awards for this. And let's give her the biggest award for not allowing them to Photoshop her body. She said when she got undressed, she wanted her stomach to show. She didn't want to wear makeup. The character didn't call for it. And you got to see that this is a woman who is so brave. Because how many of us would actually show our stomach on, you know, a television show? And not, like, mm -hmm. prepare weeks, months in advance right. and have and makeup and tan and all, all of that stuff. Things. Yeah, that is that is very brave. You know, woman to woman, that is extremely brave. Um, it was a show of many twists. Some yeah. you kind of saw coming and then it took you completely the other way. Um, the only thing I did not like about the show was the title. Because it kept making me think it was the mayor of East End. Right, and mayor is her name. In case you guys don't know, yeah, it's we mayor. are not going to give any spoilers, but that ending shocked the shit out of me. And really, really, and truly a great show. Totally recommend mm -hmm. uh, five stars. Yeah, it's on um, HBO Max. Oh, now. also, I did not give any stars to Pose because there aren't enough in the galaxy. There we go. So, yes, definitely. What did you give it? Five stars? Five stars. Five stars. We do a five star rating system here. Five out of five stars, definitely recommend. So, um, we haven't finished anything else, have we? Yes, Bethany like, show. Okay, so yeah, um, which is the, it's also on HBO Max. It's The Big Shot with Bethany Frankel. 
I was so surprised by how much I actually liked that show. The premise behind it. I saw, like, old Bethany, who I used to love. I loved yeah. Bethany. And, and Bethany was always my favorite housewife. I felt I could identify with her because she was gutsy and scrappy, yeah. like Oriana. But she was very city and cosmopolitan, like myself. And I, too, agree. It was great to see Bethany be the old Bethany. And it that does make shows me, want... me the franchise of the, of the housewives, housewives maybe toxic. Her. Right, maybe a little toxic. No, yeah. no shit, we're going to get into... Yeah, and no shade on Andy. No. It's, they become what they become. They do that all on their own. They do not need guidance. We are not going to talk about any other reality shows because we're going to save that for our reality roundup because we have a new batch of housewives and Jersey just ended, so we'll talk about yeah. that, but... This was a great show. She is looking for a new executive of operations for her brand. Bethany's brand is gigantic. Huge. And Huge. Um, she is very, very hands-on with every aspect of her branding, which is so important. And I think she possesses a lot of characteristics that you would want to have in a boss. Absolutely. I think that she treats them like they're people, her equals. Not, I'm the boss, do this, do that. What was also really wonderful is she had a very diverse group. And was very comfortable with it. You with could see that. all of them. She wound up actually hiring, spoiler, this one guy right out of the gate. because, Like, literally, after his first task, not for, like, the main position, but for another position. And he now works for her, as does the actual winner. We're not, should we tell who the winner is? No. We're not going to tell who the winner is. But we love the winner. We love we the winner. absolutely she love was the winner. In fact, favorites. we loved most of the people. The final three people that she had were, were top of the line. And I am 100% sure at some point they're they going to be won't. working for Bethany. What I want to bring to the table that I loved about Bethany that I did not think I would, I was prepared to be annoyed by her. Or to think it was like cringy. To think it was kind of cringy and bogus. But she really gave a position to someone that she needs to take charge of, and she took it very seriously. I enjoyed seeing the people that work with her because they also are very diverse. It also shows how well I believe she treats the people that work for her because of how the dynamic just was with everybody. I feel she has a great um, workplace environment. I yeah. feel like if you worked for her, it's very healthy. Yeah, which I and I mean we all know important. she says she's got a lot of crazy going on. I see a lot of myself in her. I see a lot of Oriana in her. So I think she is truly what a woman today deals with and is. And at first I looked at this particular situation that I'm going to reference and I was like, what? And then I thought, would I do this? She at one point is unsure about hiring someone. And she calls her daughter Brynn. And Brynn is only 10 years old. But you can tell by the dynamic and the conversation that she's having with her Brynn is wise beyond her years, probably because Bethany's so her mother. Mom, right. And because she's born in New York City, raised in New York City. City kids are like that. And I think she went to Brynn because Brynn may be one of the few people whose judgment she trusts in her life. Right, I do think she has a lot of, a hard time trusting, trusting people. people. And since I do, I relegate to that. And at first I was like, are you kidding, calling your 10-year-old daughter? And then I realized... No, she did that because she knew in her heart what she wanted to do. I think Brynn is her affirmation board. Brynn is her that a girl, mom, you got this. And I think that's what she needed. And when I really thought about it afterwards, right. it seemed right. 
it did seem right. So we definitely recommend, you know, again, five five out of five, we recommend this show. And it's funny. She's it is funny. funny. Bethany's always she funny. She does, like, really, like, funny things that I could just see myself doing in She's several situations. She's a quick-witted. It's super funny. And I say this with the utmost love. I don't love this term, but she's a great broad. <laughs> Bethany is a great broad, and I mean that in the highest of compliments. So I hope Bethany gets wind of this because um, I was starting to not enjoy Bethany on Twitter and everything, and I'm I'm back. I'm back, Bethany. Whether you care or not, <laughs> we're I'm back. back, Bethany. We love you again. We're back, and we're back. it took your great show to do it. So, and I think that shows a lot too. Also, too, I do start to wonder now because she talks about how much she doesn't like social media. If some of the things that she says that people don't agree with. Not that it's not coming from her, but is it because she's uncomfortable and she doesn't right. know really how to handle it or what to say? So right. I, I understand that. The next show we're going to be talking about is one we've watched two episodes and now, again, this is going to be a thing where you're going to have to wait till like every Friday for this. It's an Apple TV original. It's called Ly Lysie's Story. Lysie's Story. Or Lissy. Uh, I think it's Lissy. Lissy, Lysie. It's by Stephen King. I'm only um, watching it because I absolutely love Julianne, Julianne Moore. Moore. We love Julianne Moore. Otherwise, I wouldn't be watching the show. The show is so fucking crazy. Like, we've only watched two episodes. It is so insane. My mom's really good friend read the book. Yes, my mom's really good friend, who would be Janie Fisher Harrington, read the book, and she said she read so much of it over and over again because, because she it's didn't that get it. Insane. And she said she came to the end was and was like, I don't have a clue. So we're hoping that we don't come to the end of the show and be like, I don't have a clue. But it looks like yeah. it might be that way. Um, I don't know how many episodes there are because, like I said, there's two out now that you can watch. Like, upon hearing this podcast, you can go to Apple TV Plus and watch it. And then the next one comes out this Friday, which is the 11th. So I definitely recommend. Was that Dallas running yeah, behind me jumping? Dallas running behind you. He's jumping up to your chair. Um, but, yeah, that, that shows something. And let's talk about a new show that we just started watching. It's called The Head. The Head, also on HBO Max. HBO, Strangest you're really... title, but it makes sense. You're really hitting it out of the park. Um, the whole thing takes place in this little... Um, it takes place in, like, Antarctica? Yeah, in the polar... I don't know. Vortex. vortex. Whatever the hell it is. Whatever. Where it's absolutely freezing cold and you have six months of darkness. And then six it's months unlivable, of daylight. It's unlivable, uninhabitable, yeah. etc. And just let's just say shit goes down. We've watched... Shit goes crazy really fast. Three episodes, two or three episodes of that. I think there's like... Great show. A bunch of Also five stars so far. Yes, it's really good, really interesting. Again, on and HBO. Um, the next show we're watching, it's a miniseries. So when it's over, it's over. And it actually came on back in 2016. Again... It's on HBO. HBO's killing HBO right? Max. You guys are really stepping your game up. It's called The Night Of. And uh, what is the show we likened it to? Um, oh, we likened yeah. it to, it's a more serious version of The Flight Attendant. Right. It's, it's not funny. It's not a funny. Lot of comedy. It's very dark. Um, it also has some messages in it because there's a person con convicted, well, not convicted yet. We haven't seen who's convicted. But there is a person that's accused of a crime. He is a young Muslim boy, a college-age boy. His family is Muslim. They have no ties to the Al-Qaeda or terrorism or any of that. But it is, is portrayed as though, of course, because he's Muslim, he must. Um, it takes place with the murder of a young girl who is a frequent drug abuser, um, has no family other than a stepdad, and it has racial tension from black men 
being also accused of the crimes and everything. And it really takes a hard, cold look at uh, the public justice system. Yeah. It's... Prisons, police, everything. And it doesn't paint them in a very good light, but you already know that. So, um, again, we're not... Uh, we're not declaring war on the police department or the prison system, but it is a terrible system. The prison system it's is an awful, fucked up, right? awful position to to work in, to be in, and it hasn't been um, ratified and fixed and and held over and revamped in probably centuries and should be. And this takes a really, really unglamorous look at the world of prison. And me having a fear of prison, this show gives me complete agita. My biggest fear, and Oriana and everyone I know laughs at me, I'm always afraid that I'm going to be wrongfully arrested and accused of something. <laughs> and I, I am terrified that they're not going to believe that I am neither criminally insane or arrested for the wrong reasons. And that I'm going to have to fend for myself in prison. And let's face the, the facts, the minute I walk in, I'm somebody's bitch. Because I will need to be protected. I will be crying. I will be laying on the floor with a blanket and... It wouldn't be good. So this brings out every fear I have. But yeah, it's a really, really good show. Like I said, it is a mini series. So when it's done, it's done. There's no like return of it. But um, same thing with Mayor of Easttown too. Limited series. But the good thing about Mayor of Easttown is they tied up all the loose ends. Yeah, I Perfectly. have heard nice little package. That this awesome. does not happen with this particular show, The Night yes. of. So um, the next show we're going to talk about is The Girlfriend Experience. Now, there are three seasons of that. We are on huh. the second season. That show, especially season two, is such a fucking trip and a half, you guys. Season one I enjoyed thoroughly. Um, obviously, there is a lot of sex. There's a lot yeah. of explicit so sex. So definitely not my favorite thing to see. Not but... a child. Uh, don't watch. I'm sure you will anyway. Who am I <laughs> right. to but, talk you know, about? It's not my favorite thing <laughs> to see so much of it, but it is completely relevant to the show, so I get it. Right. Um, I'm not... A fan, one way or another, of Riley Keough, who plays. She's in the first, the first season. season, but she's by far the best one. Yeah, so we, far that I've seen. The second uh, season. She's a good actress. That much I can. The really second say. season is insanely confusing because you're focusing on a couple of people, and you're not really sure what they're doing or what they're what their game do. is. Like, there's because yeah. you know, besides for the obvious, they're escorts. By the way, if you haven't figured that out. Um, there's also, like, an underground sort of, like, thing to do with, like, big corporations. That's going on That's as well. going little, on. It's a little hard to The follow. second season is not as great. We're going to finish the whole season. And we'll come back. We'll let you know. But it is, like, this season is very, very fucking strange. Right. Also, too, um, we're not going to talk about this other than that it ended, which is Married at First Sight. We're going to talk about that, how the... Second part of the finale wound up in our reality roundup. Um, also, too, we will add into for the summer Big Brother is coming back. Mm. I don't know if I'm kind even gonna watch it. I, um, cool. I started watching it last year and then I was like, mm, and I've watched Big Brother since the beginning, so it is kind of sad. I'm trying to think are there any other shows that we have finished. Oh, you so, watched Cruel Summer. It's not over yet, so I can't form an opinion on it. I okay. still have two episodes left of Cruel Summer. I don't watch it, so I can tell you absolutely nothing about it. I don't even know what the premise is. What I will tell you is sometimes in shows, and if, obviously, I don't know how many show writers are listening to us, sometimes the things that happen are so blatantly obvious, and you're like, you made the character this fucking dumb. 
Here's you the thing. literally made them that dumb. The guy is creepy AF. I'm talking about the principal if you do watch the show. And the girl was just like, hey, how are you? Here's another no. thing that I caution anybody that is going to be a writer mm -hmm. in the future. If you are going to write geared towards a certain age group, that's fine. But never make it so obviously towards one age group. There are several shows that I watched with teenagers that are fantastic, that I loved, and not being a teenager anymore. This particular show just has such a teenage vibe, I cannot wrap myself around it. And I saw that from the first episode that I saw. And clearly um, I can because I'm an idiot. No, it has nothing no, to I'm do with gang. that. But you know, like, you take the Outer Banks. They're clearly teenagers, but it, it gave you enough of an adult feeling that you can watch it. It's like the stupid movies. You know the, yep. the ones we're talking about here. <laughs> you know, and I'm not talking about like teenage movies like Clueless. No. That transcends that. We're talking, I'm talking about to about all the boys. To all the boys. That is such an insipid, ridiculous group of show. And um, that's what I'm saying to you young writers out there. Please make it more available to the fact that you have to transcend an age group. I do know, and I have been alerted by many people, about a movie that is now out on Netflix. It's called Two Hearts. I watched the trailer for it yesterday it seems interesting we will get back to it. we have a couple of movies too so i would say that would be coming up soon as we're going to talk about a couple of movies I think we did watch a movie recently uh the last movies we watched were the oscar movies really i think we yeah. watched a movie i for some reason i feel like we watched a movie and we watched some um we watched some scary movies every like now and again so um maybe that'll be next we'll go over some movies that we have watched. There are a lot recently. of movies and new shows coming out June, July. Any movies or new shows you want to talk about? New shows. Oh, okay. So new love. are new shows. Love Victor is coming out. Second season. Um, I like that show, but it's too reminiscent of the stupid movies. Yeah. And it's nothing at all like if you saw the movie Love Simon, which this is based off of. That movie was wonderful. This lost something. I think it's because it doesn't have the same kid in it. Maybe. I just think, I also don't think that the, the main character that plays Victor, I'm so sorry, Um, you are not a good actor. <laughs> sorry. He doesn't hear us. I, I fucking hope not. But, I, I um, really don't believe he watches it. Um, <laughs> it, like, it bothers me when I see people be like such terrible actors because there are actors on that show that are super good. The girl that plays his sister is such a strong personality. Oh. The guy that plays his now boyfriend on the show has such a strong personality. You're getting trounced. One of the shows that we did watch that came back that we stopped watching was the, I can't think of the name of it now. It's about the crazy world and... Oh, End of the Fucking World. Yeah, End of the World. So the first season... Was epic. We loved it. The second season, there's like two episodes left or three. I can't even finish it. It is so yeah. irritating to It me. went from five stars to two. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. Hated so I, it. I wanted to bring that up. Um, the Kaminsky I'm, Method's the back. The Kaminsky Method is coming back. Virgin River I've been talking about is coming back. Any movies coming up? That In the Heights. You should that watch. That didn't take a minute. You should watch In the Heights. It Give comes, them a little background about what In the it, Heights is about, how it was born. It comes um, out on the 10th, 11th, 
10th at midnight on HBO, 11th in the theaters. It is based off of the Broadway musical from 2008 to 2012. I believe it ran that. By the way, the Broadway musical was really wonderful. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, I wish they would actually put that version on somewhere. Maybe they will. Who knows? Um, It is about the area in New York City, Washington Heights. If you don't know where Washington Heights is, you can Google Google it. it. But it was an area that when I was growing up was known as Spanish Harlem. And um, it's way, way up in Manhattan. It's past 110th, 112th. You're getting into the 130, 134th, 140th, 150th. As you start to get towards the Henry Hudson Parkway is where you're headed if you're headed in that direction. It is the upper, 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 upper part of Manhattan. So much so that people don't even realize that it is part of Manhattan. Right. And maybe after you watch this, you will see. It was actually filmed in Washington Heights. It was supposed to have a June uh, 26th release last year but obviously the pandemic delayed all of that stuff and what people should know about washington heights is there's a reason it's called washington heights um washington heights was an area that played a big part in history it's a very historic very historical area and a lot of history not only is born there people from our historic past of the united states and of new york dwell in not only that area, and again, but the surrounding just areas. Just Google it, and you'll see some places in the film that you can visit in real life. I'm not condoning tourism because I don't like tourists, but you should be open-minded and visit these places. And that is the beauty of New York. We have we have diversity everywhere, back and forth, right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. But there are neighborhoods all over New York. That people who have felt comfortable in their culture that came from other countries have migrated to and stayed there, not only to keep their their culture alive, but to stay connected to their roots and to feel mm-hmm. safe and comfortable. Because even in the most diverse neighborhoods, it is not always easy to be the person that lives in a neighborhood where none of the people that are from your area or from your background come from. So we have many areas like Chinatown. It's not a derogatory term. That is what it is That's called. That's what it's called. Um, we have Little Italy's where Italian immigrants migrated to. And Washington Heights where Hispanic and Latino migrated to. Um, Harlem, which was the hub of music and arts and theater where black people migrated to. And that's what's so wonderful about New York. And that's why when you visit New York, you shouldn't just stick to you know, the Times everyday Square. Times Square sites. That's why we want to do a little bit of a podcast for you about other areas to go to. And, you know, there, there's a little Polish part of New York. They have so many neighborhoods in New York where you can not only find people unlike yourself and get immersed in their culture, but really come away with an appreciation for their food, their culture, their art, their music. And that's the best parts. And I think and I hope that's what you'll see from when you see In the Heights, because uh, I think it will give you a real flavor for that part of New York City. Yeah. And again, you can visit these places. They are all real places where the movie takes place. Any other movies coming out? Yes. The M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Wow, you guys. (laughs) Wow, you guys. The concept behind this is so incredibly crazy. Uh, A bunch of people find themselves on this private beach where they find a dead body, but then the dead body starts to, like, disintegrate very rapidly. Um, The moral and the whole thing behind it, I'm sure there's going to be a twist. It's M. Night Shyamalan, we all know, is 
the people on this island now live their entire life in one day. And they age. They age rapidly. Like, the one little boy, he's, like, six years old in the morning. And by, like, the afternoon, he's, like, 25. <laughs> it looks so crazy. I'm so curious yeah. as to what is actually going to... What is going to be the twist? Because I... You never know with him. And if you guys are not a fan of, like, his work, he does The Servant, which is another series. We're actually awaiting season three. That's That show got better as it's time went on. Scary. It's insane. <laughs> it's he such an evil feeling. did um, The Sixth Sense and The Visit. The Visit, which is one of my favorites. Lady in the Water. Uh, the village signs and our personal the village is one of my favorites. Our personal favorite, glass. glass. Also split. We like glass better because we saw it so many times. Yeah, can't help but like after Cinderella's dress. Um, Luca. Luca is coming animated out. Animated. There's a couple of great animated movies coming out because I don't have a release date right now for Vivo, but Luca is coming out. I'm hearing on the 23rd. Could be the 23rd, could be the 26th. It's on Disney Plus, though. And it's so cute. You can watch it with your kids. It's about Little Mermaid Boys, which are not... Mermaids are so very dear to my heart because I truly believe I met a Little Mermaid Boy when I was a little And you call Mermaid Boys Mermaid Boys or Mermaids. Mermaids. They're They're not not called Mermen or Mermen Boys. Mermen Boys. I want to say Mermen. Like when I say (laughs) Mermen, which is not... They're all mermaids, no matter what. (laughs) I wonder if there's any Mormon merman. There we go. (laughs) Such an interesting... But there's uh, lots of good stuff coming out. Lots of good stuff. We promise that we will update. We always update you. We watch a lot of television. We can always squeeze it in somewhere. And um, that's how our watch parties were born, because of you guys wanting to hear what we thought of certain shows. And if you guys want to suggest any shows that we haven't talked about, um, we are finishing up. I'm on the second to last season of The Big Bang Theory. I God, we love that show. I am on the seventh out of nine seasons of Seinfeld. We love that show, too. We love that and show. And we're going to end this by talking about the Friends reunion. You must see it. This, if you are a fan of Friends, my mom watched Friends when it was originally on. I joined her, literally, I was 13 when Friends ended, and I watched the last episode with her, not knowing the significance of it. I just sat, and I watched it with her and my grandma. What wound up happening is, when I was 16, my grandma was going through cancer. She beat cancer, by the way. Because I always have people ask me, did your grandma die of cancer? No, No, she did not. She was like a a 10, 12-year survivor at the time that she passed away. So my grandma was going through chemotherapy and cancer treatment at the time, and my mom and I started watching Friends. She was like, we're going to watch it together. And that's when I started watching it. So I watched it fully when I was 16 into 17 and obviously now I'm 30, and to watch the reunion. It is everything and more. And I want everybody to know, um, Ori thought it was going to be a series. She thought they were I coming back as a series. I thought they were coming back as a series, so then I was upset. And then she thought it was going to be kind of like a movie recap, um, moving on their, their lives in the future, and it wasn't. And when she found out it wasn't, she was completely annoyed. And, and I was scared. She was like, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to hate it, and I'm going to be so upset because I waited for this. We were not disappointed. It is warm and funny and poignant. And um, I saw a little blurb of something last night that they talked about how when they came back to the set, 
they all were truly overwhelmed. Right, they were like, very emotional. They were really overwhelmed. I mean, you'll see that when yeah. you watch it, but this was after, this was another factor, and they talked about how amazing friends they were and will always be, that they, they have yet to see another show come along that grouped together people so perfectly. Um, they've gotten a little hate since the reunion. People have complained that it's a racist show because everybody was white. You can't claim that because the people that wrote it, it was about their lives and right. they were white. Just like, you know, I have ri I have reckoned it to Tyler Perry is black and he writes about his experiences. And we shouldn't as white people call foul and say it's not white enough. Every, every place has its place and friends was indicative of their relationships and their lives and that's why they wrote it. Um, I do believe that you will get so much out of it and I think you will see that some friendships, they just transcend time and even if you don't see the person for years and years and years, you can just go right back to it. I currently have a relationship with someone I haven't seen, oh God, since sixth grade and um, they were my best friend and I recently reconnected with them and we talk often and it feels like we never stopped being friends and we never, we've never seen each other since then, but it, it, it just picks up right there. And I think that's what friends always evokes. And I think you see it in the reunion. Yeah. It's, and it's just, it's so well done. Um, again, that's on HBO max. HBO. Wow. Huh? Seriously. And you can do the friends experience in New York city. We highly plan recommend on it. Doing we it. plan on doing it. You should too. It's not touristy. It's fantastic. Yeah, you have to make appointments. We love stuff like that. So again, thank you guys. We always welcome your show and movie suggestions. We'll be doing a movie recap soon, as well as a bunch of other things. We thank each and every one of you for being here. Please make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, you can follow um, both of us individually on social media, as well as our podcast has a Twitter and an Instagram that I'm trying to grow as we speak also too my dogs have an instagram so if you want to follow them they're called the they're at the nugget pups the nugget pups yeah and also we want to tell you our final thing if you haven't heard this already because you are new we are starting a brand new foundation it will be the facilitator foundation what we mean by that is uh the cozy soul will be our foundation we will be raising funds to distribute to other foundations in need of funds. So if you would like to participate in that, we will have more information as we grow. And we will also let you know if there is a particular foundation that you work for that is small, that you're going to need funding in the future. We want to know you as well because we want to pass that on to you. And what we mean by facilitator is we will raise the money and pass it on to those that need it more. Yeah. So again, thank you guys so much. Please tune in. Please subscribe. We have lots of new and exciting things coming up. You already heard part one of our many exciting announcements. If you go back, I think like two or three episodes, there's going to be a part two and a part three. So stay tuned. Thank you guys again so much. Until next time, everybody. I'm going to quote friends. I hope today's the day you find you're a lobster and stay cozy. <laughs>